Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day, welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. Darren Mitchell on yet another hump day, today being Wednesday, the 15th of June, 2022. Already the middle of the first month of winter. And uh, where I am in the Macedon Ranges, it is today absolutely freezing. I reckon it's about four degrees Celsius. The rain has just been coming down. The wind is blistering. It is icy cold. The only thing missing is snow, but uh, not quite cold enough yet for snow, but uh, it won't be long because we do often get snow here in the Macedon Ranges. So uh, wherever you are in the world, I trust the temperature is a little bit better than four degrees Celsius. And particularly if you're in the Northern Hemisphere getting to summer, it's going to be probably nice and balmy where you are. So, uh, hey, in today's episode, uh, I wanted to talk about a topic that I often bang on about a lot with, uh, with clients, but certainly when I'm working with sales teams or any team for that matter, and it's the topic of trust. And the topic I'm going to oppose, or the, I think the, the title of this podcast episode today is going to be, Are You Trustworthy or Just You Say You Are? Um, and one of the things that I'm massive on, and one of the biggest philosophies or principles of leadership, I believe, is trust. Now, without it, it is not literally, it is impossible to lead to achieve exceptional outcomes. It simply doesn't happen. And a lot of leaders will talk about the importance of trust and they'll talk about how trust is so important to them. But when you look at their actions, when you look at their behaviors and look when you look at the things that they do, perhaps also when people are not looking, uh, you start to put some question marks against those individuals. And that's the topic I want to cover off today because I've had some examples over the last six weeks where I'm, uh, I'm starting to question a few people and I'm not going to raise names. I'm certainly not going to talk about organizations, but I just want to bring to bear the concept of trust and how many people talk about how trust is important and how trustworthy they are, but often the actions that they demonstrate say something completely different. So they'll tell you they're trustworthy, but their actions are completely different. Now, remember this, that there's three questions that your team and anybody dealing with you in any sort of business context is asking themselves. And they don't necessarily consciously know they're asking this. Some do, most of them don't. But there are three questions that people are always going to be asking about you. And the first question is, well, do you, either as a leader or as a key stakeholder, a key influencer, do you care about me as an individual? Do you show a genuine care about me as a person? Or are you just looking at me as maybe a a stepping stone to get something that you want? or a pawn in your game of chess, whatever the case might be. If you don't genuinely care about me, then it's very difficult for me to have any level of trust in you because people, particularly in Australia, people's BS meters are pretty good. And we know when somebody's trying to pull the wool over our eyes and maybe try to be somebody who they're not because it, it can come through uh, from an energetic transfer point of view is one thing, but it's very obvious in terms of people's behavior uh, as to whether you can be trusted or not. So the first thing is, do you care about me? The second question is they're asking is, can you help me? If I have a challenge, if I have an issue, if I have a problem, are you in a position where you can actually help me? Now, help could be not necessarily solving the problem for me, but help could be uh, paving the way to provide some insights or ask some questions or remove some obstacles 
maybe make an introduction to a key stakeholder in an organization or within an internal organization? Can you be a key sponsor for me to actually have a conversation with somebody who I've been having some difficulty getting access to, but you as a leader, you as an influencer, you perhaps have better uh, levels of influence with, with that person who you can leverage uh, so that you can help me. Now, that's the second question, can you help me? And the third question is, and the biggest one, this is what I want to talk about today, is can I trust you? So what are the actions and behaviors that are consistent that says to me constantly and all the time, without question, without fail, that I can trust you? Now, perhaps it's just me, but I hold myself to a really high standard and always have. And what it does, it frustrates the hell out of me when those standards are either questioned or when I don't see them in others. Now, I've got to be really conscious here because there is a a principle we talk a lot about in coaching called projection is perception. Now, what I'm really conscious of here is not trying to project my standards on other people, but I'm trying to keep this as objective as possible and think about, well, if we've got people within the marketplace, uh, within teams who are saying things that would hopefully get others to want to trust them, are the actions that they're taking consistent with what they're saying and therefore what they're doing. So uh, this is where I'm where I'm coming from because I am also very mindful that other people will have different levels of standards. However, when it comes to leadership, one of the key fundamentals and foundations of leadership is a bedrock of trust. And as leaders, we need to understand that we are constantly creating impressions uh, for other people to judge us. Now, I talk a lot also about our personal brand and how our personal brand, we can certainly influence But at the end of the day, our personal brand is determined by how other people see us. And that's going to be brought about by the questions we ask ourselves, by the actions that we take, by the things that we say. And have we wrapped all of that around with a level of consistency where people can look at us and say, yep, here comes Darren, here comes Tom, here comes Sally. And I know that what he says, what she says, he's going to do because he's actually walked the talk, not just talked the talk. And so there has to be a level of credibility here. So when it comes to trust, there are three core things that are what I call the three core pillars of trust. The first one is a level of credibility. So how credible are you? Do you have a level of knowledge? Do you have a level of tenure within your organization that other people look to you and say, well, you've been here for a period of time. So people in the role that you perhaps did five, six, 10, 10 years ago, they are doing now. So they look at you and say, well, you've actually been where I am right now. So based on that, you must be able to appreciate what I'm going through right now. It could also be a level of knowledge that you have, uh, but anything you do in relation to building your level of credibility is the first key pillar of trust. The second one, which is what I want to hone in on today, is a level of reliability. So how reliable are you? As a leader, as an influencer, as a key stakeholder, do you take the action you say you're going to take when you say you're going to take them? And is there anything you're leaving on the table that might give people the impression that perhaps you are not as reliable as you would have people believe. So how reliable are you? Do you do the things you say you're going to do when you say you're going to do them? Now, the third key pillar is intimacy. So coming back to that very first question, do you care about me as an individual? So from an intimacy point of view, do you genuinely care about the people that you have responsibility for that you're looking to influence? Do you have a genuine care about the people within your sphere of influence that you're going to be doing business with? And if you do, then that's the third key pillar of trust, which when all said and done, if you've got those three things in place, credibility, reliability, and intimacy, you're in a very, very strong position to be trusted. Now, uh, however, as we've always talked about in relation to trust, in this trust equation, which comes from David Meister, there's a thing called self-interest that can undermine those three key pillars 
quicker than anything else. So as a leader, as an influencer, as a key stakeholder, trying to get people to do things for you, trying to influence key organizations to do business with you, if you actually come from the position of any level of self-interest, then all of a sudden the level of credibility you have, the level of liability you've tried to build up, and the level of intimacy you've tried to establish as well can be compromised and diminished, and trust can very, very quickly be eroded. So this is what I want to talk about today, the reliability piece, because I must say I've had a number of examples over the last six weeks, and uh, I'm not the only one because I've been talking to a lot of people, and there seems to be a bit of a common theme uh, going. Maybe it's just my sphere of influence that, uh, that we're experiencing this, but I'm, I'm sure it's not. I'm sure it's not isolated. But I do want to talk about reliability in that um, over the last six weeks, I've had numerous people approach me to either work with them individually as their coach and mentor, or more specifically, starting to work with their team and help them drive more sustainable results at a team level. So essentially looking for my assistance as a coach, as a mentor, as a facilitator. Uh, we've had some great discussions and about working together, and there's also been a level of commitment that's been made in terms of what the next steps will be. But I've got to say, despite my best efforts, the, uh, the follow-ups from certain individuals and certain organizations has been, let's just say, ordinary to say the least. Now, I'm not going to talk about individual companies and I'm certainly not going to talk about individuals or identify individuals because that would not be fair. But it's it's really interesting when you do a bit of work, you put some uh, put some grunt work in, have some great conversations, uh, do some qualification and from the qualification process, everything you're looking is looking great. And then when you go to follow up, it's crickets. Now, it's happened a lot, particularly over the last couple of weeks, whether it be on email, LinkedIn, phone calls, text messages. Uh, I'm just getting crickets from a number of people now. Many of them have actually requested meetings, and we've set up meeting times and have verified those meeting times, and they failed to turn up. Uh, I'll follow up as a normal as a normal coach, mentor, salesperson, business person, per a leader would do to just to check in to see everything's okay. I'm still getting crickets. Now, I'm okay with this because at the end of the day, and in sales, we always talk about, and I hate, I hate saying this, but it's a numbers game. And my perspective is, you know what? The ocean is filled with a stack of fish. So I'm not going to be chasing anybody and certainly don't want to be coming across as being desperate because I'm not desperate for business because I've got a lot of, a lot of stuff on my plate right now. But it's just really interesting when I talk about to organizations and to, to leaders about the importance of trust and particularly the leaders and people that I've been dealing with over the last six weeks where this has been happening, I'm starting to now question as to whether these organizations and then these people actually are taking trustworthiness really seriously or whether they're just saying it or whether they've got their own agendas. And I'm not, I'm not quite sure what the answer is. And I certainly don't want to be judging people because I always like to think that, you know what, uh, if people want to do business, they'll end up doing business. So there must be something that's going on in their organizations that for whatever reason... Uh, talking to me or coming back to me or moving forward with me is not a priority at the moment. But the thing that these people need to understand, and this is the key message for all of us today when it comes to creating the personal brand, creating the impressions and talking about the importance of trust, is what impressions are we creating when we're not getting back to people? We've had an interaction with somebody. We've actually started to engage and maybe move forward in terms of the steps in a process to engage an organization or engage an individual. And yet when things stop and there's no more correspondence and there's radio silence, it's a really interesting dynamic that starts to play out. And I actually think it's a, it's a lack of respect. I actually believe it's a lack of reliability, but I'm not going to judge them for that because I don't have all the information. But it's the, it's the impression that's now being created 
uh, of those people in my eyes that will now start to have me question myself, well, is this the organization and are these the people that I really want to work with? And maybe they're doing me a favor and maybe they're saving me from some pain down the track that if we did start to work together, then maybe I would have had some challenges down the track. I don't know the answer to that, but I do know that how we do the small things is how we do absolutely everything. And it's the small things that people talk about in terms of being trustworthy. And it's the simple things like, and I'm not expecting, I'm okay to get a no. I'm okay if people turn around and say, we don't want to work together anymore. Or the proposal that you put forward was not necessarily meeting the requirements of the organization. That's okay. Just let me know. That's all, all I'm asking for is is just a return phone call or a text message or an email or something to let me know that we don't want to do business or not now. And that's okay. It's all good. Because as I've said, there's a massive number of fish in the ocean and there is enough for everybody to go around. So I'm not going to keep chasing people. It's just uh, I thought that was a really interesting topic to talk about today because uh, a lot of leaders bring me in to talk about trust and help their team build trust and help their leaders build trust. And uh, we've got some examples here that maybe there's a bit of disconnect between the words that people say and the actions that people take. So uh, key message out of today, when it comes to yourself, just be reflective and just think about when it comes to the responses to to your team, particularly uh, to your key stakeholders within your organization, but also think about your responsiveness and your interactions with key stakeholders who are external to you, uh, who are looking upon you to provide uh, some responses or maybe looking for guidance, whatever the case might be. Just ask yourself, are you trustworthy or are you just applying lip service to that? Have you found yourself being guilty of not responding to somebody? Have you been guilty of, of demonstrating radio silence for whatever reason? And are you therefore consciously aware of the impression that might be creating in the eyes of the other stakeholder, which may impact their ability to want to do business with you? So uh, as we wrap up this episode, I just thought I'd uh, share that because it's something that's really pertinent to me and it's a topic that I've had a number of conversations with with other leaders over the last couple of weeks. And of course, as I've explained, it's something that I've been experiencing firsthand over the last six weeks. So it's all good. Uh, I'll, I'll live to fight another day. There are plenty of other conversations. In fact, in about uh, 15 minutes, having another conversation with another potential uh, client, which is awesome, looking for some guidance on helping him and his team. But uh, hey, it's, uh, it's just be really mindful. As a leader, be really, really mindful of the impressions we're creating and on therefore the levels of trust or not that we are generating. So uh, with that, I trust that message gives you something to contemplate, something to think about, and something to pontificate as you move forward with your own leadership development. So with that said, if you'd like some help fast-tracking that development, if you'd like to become an exceptional sales leader in the next 90-plus days, love the opportunity of having a conversation about working with you over that duration of time. We can uh, sit down and have a conversation over Zoom. To do that, simply go on to leadwithdarren.com. We'll sit down and have a chat, figure out where you're at right now, what are you looking to achieve over the next 90 days plus. Let's put a plan together and start executing that plan as early as this week. So very much look forward to that conversation. And as always, look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar. Go to leadwithdarren.com 
and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.